Well, hello guys. I'm back with the next uh, next episode. I have been waiting for almost like a day now to do this episode. I thought I'd get it out on one day and like have like a week break. And the reason being because of the World Cup. Now I know most of you. I mean, like if you haven't seen the World Cup or haven't read the news about what happened in the World Cup, then I don't know where you're living. Probably like under the biggest rock in the world. Because wow, what a World Cup! It was literally like the perfect ending, in my opinion, to um, almost like everything went right for Lionel Messi and Argentina, and it was such a good match. If you guys haven't watched it, I suggest you to at least watch the highlights. I, I was watching it live um, with my friends, and let me tell you that it was probably one of the best matches I've ever seen. Um, okay, I'm probably gonna slaughter his name. I don't know how to pronounce it, but uh, Mbappe from France. What a player! What a game! He even had his hat trick, scored in the penalty shootout, and yet France still lost. Disappointing loss indeed, but what a game from France as well. Like I said, the perfect World Cup ending that you could, the best World Cup ending that anybody could ask for, happened. You had Lionel Messi who was ending his international career with another Ballon d'Or. Another win for his national team, his national country, and obviously him posting the most liked picture to exist on Instagram now. So yeah, overall such a great World Cup. I thought I'd take this episode just to like um, review about like why I really do love sports and how Messi was able to do it all. He was the um, top goal scorer um, right after um, Mbappe, who got the Golden Boot. And he also had um, fellow goalkeeper Martinez, who was able to get the Golden Glove. Definitely, Argentina would have um, lost in the quarterfinals to Netherlands, if not for his saves. So overall, Argentina won a deserved win, I believe. A great performance from them. You obviously had a lot of lows in the tournament, which included Ronaldo being subbed out for two matches. Him not um, playing, playing only for like the last 20-30 minutes in his last game. He only scored one penalty in the group stage. So yeah, overall, there were definitely a lot of low points for the other players. You had, um, obviously, you had Brazil with the disappointing loss, the unexpected loss, who where they were expected to um, definitely reach the finals. They um, lost early on, and you saw, see Neymar with the um, very disappointing exit and him announcing that that's probably the last game of his international career. So yeah, we obviously have like the three goats kind of stepping down. You have Messi, who won the World Cup, and he's ending his career with the win. Then you have Ronaldo, who obviously had probably one of the most dis- disappointing years of his career. And you see him also stepping down from his um, podium, and as well as Neymar, who could probably play another World Cup, but has announced that he will not indeed be playing in another World Cup. But obviously you have Messi, who has now announced that he will probably play another time for his team but how far um, that's true we do not know yet but yeah you, we obviously have that information as well and then you obviously had some disappointments in the group stage where it was super exciting to say the least you had all of your teams losing some winning some um, you had belgium and germany who were huge upsets that were who weren't even able to qualify yeah overall just like i said probably one of the best world cup ever but I think like a lot of people have to understand that some teams, like when you look at Belgium and Germany, you have players who play on the um, biggest teams in FIFA. 
you have them playing for the biggest clubs, you have them getting the most salary. But it has to be understood that when you play in a club, you have ample amounts of time and a lot of training sessions to understand and cooperate with your fellow teammates. But when you move to a World Cup scenario, the coaches obviously only have a limited amount of sessions to be able to train everybody. And even beyond training, you only have a certain time to allow them to cooperate and interact with each other to form a certain chemistry that goes out into the game. So when you look, look at World Cups, you cannot exactly expect the most perfect games that you would see in club football, but rather almost, you'd rather see and enjoy uh, the biggest players of the team trying to work out and get a goal. This is because they are indeed the best in the world. So yeah, you obviously had Lionel Messi and Mbappe who um, are in PSG and are, who are like the biggest stars. You had them having almost the biggest impact because they are the biggest stars in today's football. So yeah, overall, um, another like I said, there are a lot of things that did not go right for a lot of people, but I think this was probably one of the best World Cups we've had in a long shot. So yeah, um, I think that's why you, obvi- you obviously have to say that like World Cup, the World Cup will not have perfect gameplay or like, you will not be able to see well-oiled machines that clubs produce. But overall, it was such a joy to see all of the players playing together for their country, to represent their country. And yeah, oh my God, I still am in shock from um, the win by Argentina over France. That was probably the best World Cup ending ever. I remember we were watching it and around the 70th minute, I thought it was closed, the chapter was closed. You had Messi scoring a penalty. You had him getting an assist. And I was like, okay, Argentina two up. They're definitely not going to lose now. But then, obviously, you had France pull it back up. But anyways, that's it about the World Cup. Um, the, the, real, the real topic I wanted to talk a bit about today was um, who I think is like the best player or like the best sportsman to um, exist, in my opinion. So obviously, um, when I saw the World Cup, I was like, I read into like a lot of stuff that Lionel Messi did, and a lot of the struggles that he went through, especially since he was a very short guy, um, even when he was growing up, and the difficulties he went through to get onto the big stage, how he had to play, how he had to evolve as a player, and yeah, when you look at the main, when you look at players entering mainstream media, it's always going to be a huge headache. It's going to be a huge hassle. There are so many boundaries and hurdles that you have to clear as a player. And when you when you like learn about all of it, you really understand why they deserve what they get. Because nothing goes through without hard work. And especially when you look at sportsmen, they are definitely good role models. <coughs> Sorry. They're definitely good role models because you can really learn from the amount of hard work and dedication that they show for their own passions. So for me, I'm not a huge football fan. I just read into a lot of what Messi did, but I definitely am a huge basketball fan. Um, therefore, my favorite player is Kobe Bryant. Now I know that like you have um, a lot of different people, like the term goats, and goats are often not compared. You have each goat in each almost in each sport. So like when you look at it in football, the greatest of all time would be. Um, Ronaldo and Messi and then maybe like followed by Neymar etc those are like the goats and especially in the present time when you go to the past you obviously have people like Pele but when you look at it in basketball like it's always like it's so clear that whenever anybody says who's the goat it's Michael Jordan 
whether you know basketball or whether you don't know basketball, your face is instantly going to lean towards Michael Jordan. He's the sole king of the NBA. The funny part is that, I don't know if many of you guys know this, but he he even took a break from basketball in between his career to play in the MLB, which is the Major League Basketball, to um, achieve his father's dream that um, his father wanted him to play in baseball. So he even took a break from basketball to play baseball for a couple of years. And he even did come back. And again, he won um, the trophy and he was able to win the championship. And what a career he has had in the past. He has six trophies. And now he even owns the Charlotte Hornets. He has one of the best... He he now has like one of the best collaborations with Nike. He has his own brand, Jordan. Jordans. And he is probably like one of the epitomes of that you can reach as a basketball player. He has like done almost everything and he is doing everything. And truly it is right to say that he is the GOAT of basketball. Even during his time of play, he was such a great performer. He was such a great player. The athleticism and skill that he brought to basketball was unseen during that time and is still very difficult to replicate. But I think one of the players who had the best chances of replicating Michael Jordan was obviously Kobe Bryant. Even when, um, but before I get into that, I would also like to say that, like, I do think that when you look at basketball, there are different eras when you look at it. So during a certain time, you would have different plays that work out better than when you go into the like later generations. So it's basically like anything you see, like during a certain time period, something will be famous. Something is going to be in trend. When you look at clothings, maybe you have like the longer jeans or like the more like baggy clothing that's in trend for like a couple of years. But then like, in maybe like a decade later, you have skinny jeans that become into the trend. So that's the same with almost basketball um, because you have a certain plays and a certain play style that is in trend and then goes out of trend. So it's difficult to say that Michael Jordan is the GOAT over the whole time because there are different time periods. You have to understand how um, after Michael Jordan retired, you have, uh, obviously, you have LeBron James. What an excellent player. He is still playing to date, and he is definitely a candidate to be the GOAT of basketball. And currently, I would say that he is the best player of basketball in the existing players who haven't retired yet. I mean, obviously, not right now with the way he's playing, but then overall, with his whole career, we have to agree that he is the best player um, in basketball currently. So there are a lot of factors to take in, but then the reason why I love Kobe Bryant is not specifically just because of his game, but then the way he is off court. And obviously, if you haven't heard about it, the Mamba mentality, that is the way he approached almost everything in life. He, um, they used to call it the Mamba, Mamba mentality. Um, he was often represented by a snake because of his striking appearance and for his uh, intellect. So, yeah. Um, it was very sad and um, and it hurt me a lot when he passed away um, at the young age of 41, especially since he had his um, daughter with him at that time. And he wasn't exactly a very wealthy man to begin with. He had to build everything up. He obviously had, even when he did enter the big scene, right after high school, he actually got his um, offer from the Los Angeles Lakers to come play as soon as he finished high school. And he had to actually deliberate a lot whether he should um, go and try try and play in the big leagues or should he continue and go to college to get a degree. And when even when he did consult random people, they all, everyone almost told him that he should really go to college because that's a better backup option. I don't know. There was an interview actually that a girl um, 
came out and said that one day she had met um, Kobe Bryant on the train and he was sitting opposite to him and he actually consulted him, uh, consulted the girl um, whether um, he should go and play in the NBA or if he should go and try go, going to college because it's safer that way. And the girl actually did advise him to go to the safer option, but then it's Kobe Bryant. He obviously knew that he had to put in a lot of hard work and he had to show his dedication to the sport and he ended up going to the NBA and I don't think he's regretted it to date. So the thing that we have to recognize is that when um, Kobe Bryant did enter as a rookie and a youngster, he was um, already looking at one of the best players in the game, one of the best players to ever step in the league, Michael Jordan. And when he did play with Michael Jordan, everybody who played with Michael Jordan had an understanding that he really is like one of the great players and that you have to understand that. But Kobe Bryant treated him like any other player and he eventually did size up to him. Michael Jordan has huge respect for him because Kobe Bryant, uh, even in like when he's on training sessions, he'd call Michael Jordan and actually ask him for like a lot of advice on like how to play. And it, and often you'd see Kobe Bryant reproducing the same kind of style that Michael Jordan did. Like you obviously have, um, but then you when we do look at Kobe Bryant now, you have his iconic fadeaways and stuff like that. So not to like go into way too much about like techie details or the basketball details. I'm going to start just saying like stuff that I really did appreciate that um, Kobe Bryant used to say. So I think like the first thing is like when he was talking to his teammate, um, it was after a game where he scored 40, but then even though he did like do a very, had a very big impact in that game, they ended up losing and he did miss a lot of shots. And that's when his teammate came and told him that um, there is um, no I in team. Like you played very selfish today. And you were taking a lot of the shots. Like, sure, you were, like, able to make a lot of the shots towards the end. But then you have to recognize that there is no I in team. Which means that the teammate was saying that you have to embrace playing with the team. But the response that Kobe gave was um, that there is no I in team. But there is definitely an ME in team. And I think a lot of people get confused with the fact of the difference between teamwork in a group and your work in a group. When you say teamwork, it's when all of you guys um, collaborate and all of you guys interact with each other to bring up a certain, to reach, not bring up, but reach a certain goal. But in order to reach a certain goal, sure, all of you guys have to work together. But then in that fact, you have to understand that all of you guys have to work, which means there's a lot of individual work that goes on in the group to make sure that your group succeeds. So Kobe Bryant was one of the people who really understood that fact and understood that in order for his group to perform, his teamwork is that he has to perform to the maximum that he can. Kobe Bryant used to work out, work out and play for unreal amounts of time. He'd always be the first to practice and he'd always be the last to leave. Kobe Bryant was truly an inspiration to almost everybody, not just in the team, but in the league itself, where he always was dedicated. You obviously have the um, one of like the famous interviews in which he was leading, actually. So, like, basically, the way it works is in the finals of the NBA, you have to win four games to um, be crowned the champion. So, his team was leading 2-0, where he had two wins and the opponent had zero wins. But in the interview, he was a- absolutely quiet. He was dead serious. And when they asked him, um, why did you, uh, like, why are you not smiling? Why are you not happy with the winner and all he said was he didn't say he was happy he didn't reply that like oh no no i'm happy i'm happy but i need to concentrate he didn't reply he didn't say anything he just looked the interviewer straight in the eye and he asked is the job done i don't think the job is done yet and he said it with 
dead seriousness where the interviewer himself was shocked and he didn't really have an answer for it. And it's again, another, another concept that a lot of people have to understand in what, regardless of like whatever field you work in, you have to understand the importance of putting all your effort in and making sure that you're finishing something when you start it. It's a lot of things like people do obviously enjoy just randomly starting something, but they never even complete it. So even when I started this whole podcast, I knew that I would have to put in a lot of work. I'd have to take time from a lot of days to figure out a schedule. And I know I'm not having the greatest schedule right now, but I'm trying to fix it, trying to get better. Because in the end of the day, even if you do, even if you're not doing something, you have to understand your mistake. You have to learn from it. You have to grow from it. And in a similar way, Kobe Bryant, after he lost a match to Michael Jordan, he did not talk with the whole team for two weeks because of this thing, because of one quote that Michael Jordan said, where he said, you can wear the shoes, but you will never be able to fill them, which basically means that he said that you can be like me, but then you will never be me. So the whole point of that is to say that, like, he was basically saying that Kobe Bryant can imitate him or copy him, but he'll never be better or like be Michael Jordan. And when they did face off again, he ended up, Kobe Bryant ended up scoring 44 points and he ended up defeating Michael Jordan there, which goes to show that like, if you have the dedication and the will to do something, you will definitely be able to do it. And you have to put in 110% and you should not be distracted by anything that's given in front of you. So I think there's like a lot of things that Kobe Bryant has had and he's said a lot of things which make a lot of sense in almost like not just for his own game or his own opinion or in basketball, but however you look at it, you have to understand that he is one of the greatest sportsmen to exist. There's a lot of things like he said, for example, um, his hard work is like when he was asked about how do you put in so much hard work, he said that I cannot relate to lazy people. We do not speak the same language. I do not understand you. I do not want to understand you. The thing is, hard work is not something that you have to achieve. It's something that you have to like, not exactly want to do. You don't say you're lazy. You don't say you're going to do hard work. If you're going to do hard work, you're going to do it out of your own will. You're going to do it because you want it. You're going to do it because you want something. You want to reach that goal. You're not going to understand that you're putting in hard work. You're going to understand that you want to reach that goal. So there's like a lot of things. I, I highly suggest you after watching this um, episode that if you want motivational quotes, then you should really read into Kobe Bryant's whole history, his own ideals, all of his quotes that he had. So it's just basically like a lot of things which he says, he just, his common dialogues themselves are just motivational. It makes you understand a lot. I think there's like another one which I'll give you before I end off the episode is um, the moment you give up is the moment you let someone else win. So the whole thing about the mama mentality of what Kobe Bryant had was that he wanted to win. He did everything because he wanted to win. His goal was winning. So all of us do have our goals. And if you give up, you're not going to be able to win. Because in the end of the day, someone else is going to take that victory. There's always going to be people who are trying to go for the same goals that you have. And if you're the one who's going to give up, someone else is going to get that goal. Not necessarily that you can't get that goal, but you can also achieve the goal. But then if you want to do that, you're obviously going to have to keep on trying. Regardless of whether you fail, you're obviously going to be able to keep on trying. The only difference is if you stop, if you start giving up, then you cannot try anymore. So I think like whatever he says, there's obviously a large truth in it. And it's not just with Kobe Bryant. There are a lot of sportsmen who are unrecognized. You have like a whole lot of different sports and you have like a whole lot of players who have um, reached huge podiums, who have done 
and broken so many world records, so many issues that each sportsman goes through. And you have to understand and respect the amount of work and dedication that they give into. But it's because of that work and dedication that we know them as we know them as the greatest players in history today. So yeah, I think I I think I would I made a point on why I think Kobe Bryant is probably like the best player on court and off court as well. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. There was no really right or wrong question, but I think I just really wanted to do this episode for a while. Probably there's like a lot of stuff that's on like on top of my head. So there's probably like a lot of grammatical issues and stuff that I messed up with. So if you can avoid that and if you liked it, please let me know. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.